The Notary's Unsealed podcast is brought to you by the Georgia Notary Network and Captivated Notary Marketing Solutions. Coming up on this episode. No, not everyone will support your dream because everybody always want to put their perception of certain things on you. The first six months of the year, stay out of all negative social media accounts and focus on your business. You're wasting time. That, that's, that's literally what you're doing. You're wasting time. You're wasting the opportunity to go out there and get money. Real smooth this time. We know the reason sealed. Uh huh. This my everyday life. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. Every day I hustle out here living it right. Let's go. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Y'all heard What's the going word. on, Notary World? Welcome back to another episode of Notaries Unsealed. I'm your host, Quentin Smith, and I got my guys with me. It's Mel Matherin, Uncle Griff. Say what's up to the people, fellas. All right. What's going on, party people? Just chilling and all of that. So I'm going to just be straight with y'all. I'm tired. Yeah, Griff <laughs> looks tired right teasing now. Teasing me about that. I know Griff looks like he's about to go thing. into his comatose talk where he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Griff is ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Griff is ready. Y'all hear a snore sound? Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it did say we unsealed, okay? Right. <laughs> Griff gonna be all the way unsealed. Oh yeah, Griff is ready to pass out right now, man. What's going on, guys? Hope you guys are doing well today. It's a beautiful, beautiful, cold day here in Massachusetts. <laughs> Man, no, no, no. This type of cold ain't beautiful, brother. <laughs> it's six degrees outside right now. <laughs> nah, y'all can keep that beauty. I'm good. Oh, man. Yep. It's about to get colder, too, man. It's about to get colder. I'm staying in the house unless it's necessary for me to go out. Yeah, I got to go out, man. I got a house inspection. Ooh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a full face um, skull cap thingy, so I'm going to be wearing that. Got my gloves and all of that. Got my long johns. Got my hot hands. I got those. And then I got some um, new the hot hand body part that you just put on your body. So I'm going to be nice and warm tomorrow. And oh, I nice. got the ones for my feet. So I'm going to be straight. Oh, man. <laughs> you are well prepared. Well, yeah. for our listeners right now, we are a couple days after uh, the so-called Christmas holiday. So I hope everybody was able to enjoy time with their family. Um, And it was another meaningful because, you know, every year uh, there's people that we will not be spending it with again. So I hope everybody was able to share the love, the hugs, the food and the gifts and just the time uh, with their families. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything was good. Family time was great. All of that good stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, this episode today, we are not going to go too long. Um, as Griff has already stated, he's tired. It's a little late already as it is. I got work for Captivated to do. I got websites to finish building. I know Mathen's already in the Snuggie. He got his warm milk out there. <laughs> like, y'all should see it. I'm ready to um, go. So, yeah, so we're just going to get right into what we're discussing today. And then we're going to get in and get out. That sound good with you guys? Yeah, that yeah, sounds sound like good, a man. plan, man. We can roll with that. All right, so our topic today is addition by subtraction, mm-hmm. right? So as I've gotten older, you know, I, I, I've I've learned that less is more in certain situations, you know, and I think right. we go through a maturing process, you know, through our 20s and our 30s where, you know, we grow up with folks and everybody kind of goes off 
on their own direction, but you no longer need to have, you know, 10 or 15 friends that you're that trying to keep track of. You kind of find that circle coming down to, uh, you know, two or three people, you know, and, you know, I found that my inner circle is very small and that's all I really needed to be happy. I didn't need to be around a lot of folks. And, you know, I think this is just a, a maturing process that people go through, which is a, a test of time. But then it kind of starts to spread into other aspects of our lives. And we start to realize that, you know, maybe we do need to start getting rid of something so that way we can uh, enjoy certain aspects of life a little bit more. Right. What yeah, think, I agree. Um, I agree. You know, me and the wife, we made up our mind to get rid of some things out of our life and to really just focus on ourselves. And when we did that, things just escalated to the positive for us. So once we got rid of, we subtracted those things that was really a distraction for us. Then we saw that, man, we got time to actually spend with each other, spend with our sons and actually invest into doing other things that we are truly interested in. And we've been moving forward. And then guess what? We still are connected with, we are still connected with people, but we're just not caught up in their drama and their mess. And, um, and of course some people don't like that, but it enables us to go out here and be successful because part of success in life is not, sitting here playing around with your family's drama all day you know it's like okay you fix this problem then there's another problem yeah. it's like after a while they got to get deal with their own self and you sitting here not moving forward and what you've been empowered to do so and so yeah we got rid of some stuff and it's been a wonderful wonderful blessing for us man that, that is good that is that right there is very important removing those toxic you know individuals out of your life you know whether it's family, whether it's friend, you know, you get to a point in your life where that when you are trying to accomplish certain things, there's you no, know, not everyone will support your dream because everybody always want to um, put their perception of certain things on you just because they, they find themselves not able to achieve it or they feel like they missed their time. Now, if you are talking about achieving success or you're talking about certain projects that you want to get done, the first thing that they'll most likely try to tell you, oh, you can't do it. Oh, why you want to do this? You know, I think, you know, removing, you know, toxic people out of your life, whether it's friend, whether it's family, that is definitely important. And another thing I feel like, you know, people need to take into consideration is, you know, the fear, you know, fear of failure. You know, and mm. that also goes based on your environment, based on who you have, you know, who you have as a support system. You know, for us three here, look, I'm happy that I, that I found you guys because we like we have a great relationship where, you know, I can call Q. I can call Griff at any given time. If something's going on, I can talk to them. A lot of people don't have that support system. And also we have support from our family. But when it comes to fear of failure. I think it's because the lack of planning. If you do not take time to plan your goals, to plan it, you know, write down exactly what you are trying to achieve, you're always going to have that fear of failure because you're not prepared for it. 
And, and I think that's kind mm-hmm. of where, you know, subtracting some things from your life really do play a role in that because a lot of times people fail, fail to plan because they, they fail to focus. Um, right. You know, we, we, we fail to give, t- put mind to our business, right? We yeah, always say, go mind your business, focus. mind your business. No, no, no. Really think about what you're saying. Put mind to your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't do yeah. that ourselves. I like you know? that. Put mind to your business. Yeah. Right. T-shirt. Yeah, t- t-shirt. A t-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt alert. You might see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you were taking that, that, that phrase, their mind to your business, their mind is to somebody else's business. Yeah. Right. Because they're constantly looking at what other people are doing in theirs and saying, oh, okay. That's the pinnacle of success. What they said I'm supposed to be. This is what they said I'm supposed to be doing. So let me go and do it. And they don't have it in them to do. So if you can't execute what those people or it's not possible, then how do you be successful in your business when you're minding to what other people are doing? And that's why I keep offering issuing the challenge. I did it last year and I'm doing it again for this this upcoming year. The first six months of the year, stay out of all negative social media accounts and focus on your business. And you will see a tremendous uptick in your ability to go out here and be successful. But if you're constantly getting into the gossip realm and want to hear the juice and this tea spilled and all of that kind of stuff spilled, you're not going to. But come June, you're going to be like, I don't wasted a half a year trying to listen to everybody else's mess and I ain't done nothing for myself. Yeah, well, you're right. And, you know, there's, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's something that is easy for somebody to fall into. You know, that's like one of the biggest trap, whether it's in business or personal life, you get so caught up on what everybody else is doing. Then you lose focus on what it is that you are supposed to be doing. And just like you say, Griff, six months down the line, you're looking at yourself. You're looking at your goals that you had written down. You have not accomplished not one thing because everybody else, all the negativity has consumed you. Now, it's but like. Here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. I think that here's here's where, where, where one of the, the biggest traps is for people, right? Because we're all on social media. We know that we're all on social media to some extent. Right. We have some right. type yeah. of life on, on social media. Yeah. I think what happens is, you know, we, we sit on social media and then we look at our timelines and everybody's telling us about how encouraged they are and to go out there and just fight the day and win the day over. And there's all these wonderful little memes about, oh, how strong you are and all this other great <laughs> stuff. Right. That, 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 that's all fine and dandy. But but here's I think what, what happens is you'll see something on social media. Right. And you'll see an event could be local, could be something that Mm -hmm. has to do with the notary business. You'll just see something and you'll say, oh, well, that's cool. Let me go check into that. Mm -hmm. And from there, that's going to lead you somewhere else. And from there, that leads you to somewhere else. And all these things are taking you away from being focused on what your goal is. You know, we allow ourselves to 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 be swayed into wanting to be inclusive with society. But when you're on this journey of trying to be great, trying to be successful, you can't worry about what everybody else is doing. You're going to have to give up some of that to be great and successful. There, there, there are sacrifices that need to be made to be able to do that. Yeah. And, and also 
what are some sacrifices? You know, like I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you you did make a good point as far as you know bringing up there are sacrifices someone have to make. So from your personal experience, what or you know you don't have to get too personal. What are some <coughs> sacrifices that you had to make in order for you to be as successful as you are now? And look, if you guys haven't been paying attention, Q is doing a great job, and Captivated is on the rise because I see. I've seen what you built the past few months, and I know it that took a lot. So what are some sacrifices that you've made to be where you're at right now, Q? Um, thank you for that, by the way. You know, I'm trying to move in silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck uh, with that. <laughs> trying, just trying to build in silence, not move in silence, but build in silence. Um, some of the things that I gave up, I gave up a lot of popular culture and caring about things that I have absolutely no control over. Um, you know, especially over this past year, you know, the way that the country has been, people have been very invested in, you know, what they watch on the news and it's, uh, and they allow these things to carry their emotions and they carry them it with them when they walk around, you know, stores, when they're out pumping gas, when they're talking with their spouses, when they're talking with their kids, they're carrying all this weight um, because that's all that they are paying attention to and it, and it's affecting them. You know, I cut all of that out. Well, I cut a lot of that out a long time ago, but I was extra, I've been extra cautious about what I feed my brain and what I allow to go in there. I, I really could care less about what happens outside of this house right now. Okay. So you're like, so uh, you're completely <laughs> locked in. Uh, yeah, I, I'm 100% focused. I have some place that I'm trying to get to, um, you know, my family, as as we all know, like my family is small, like, um, and I've got my children. My children understand the mission that I'm on. I, I'm very, very open and transparent with them. So, no, daddy doesn't really care about all these things right now. That doesn't mean that mm -hmm. at some point we can't talk about it. But at this right. moment right now, that that that's irrelevant to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, if, and it falls down into your responsibilities. You know what you need to have in your life. So you make sure those things that you need in your life are there. And if the stuff that they're talking about on TV and the movies and this, that, and the other is going to empower me to, to get what I need to have in my life, then cool. I'll take that. Maybe listen. And then sometimes like I listen to stuff and I see what's going on in the world and that just moves me or motivates me even the more to stay away from it. Like, okay, yeah, they distracted over here. So while y'all over there dealing with that, I'm going to go over here <clears throat> excuse me, and get busy working. So while everybody's, you know, I ain't going to take this order, take that order. I'm not going to move my business this way, that way, or the other. No problem. I'm at another, I'm at 50 some signings again for the month of um, December in 2022. When everybody else is like, it's hard, can't find nothing. I'm out here busting my butt, you know. Um, I mean, after we did our last recording, and I was telling y'all, yeah, oh, and that, that meant to tell y'all, I did get that order. Did <laughs> we had, yeah, after we recorded with Gary, uh, we finished. It was about midnight, and an order came through, and I got it. Nice. <laughs> and it was for a loan application, $45.00. Went over there, met the people on that Sunday. Everything was smooth and all of that. So, heck, even before we did this signing, an order came in for the 28th, you know, a couple of days from now. So, 
I mean, I'm sitting here like the orders are coming in. You just got to take them, you know. Yeah. So what I had to do was subtract the excuses and that and the the I had to get I had to make sure I stay away from the desire to act like I'm a boss or a mm -hmm. baller. Mm -hmm. I had to I had had to make sure I stay away from it. And even if it's not your personality, you still got to make sure you stay away from it because it can sneak up on you. It can really sneak up on you in your attitude because all of a sudden you start having this like, well, now I ain't going to take that order. I ain't going to yeah. take that order. <laughs> That's beneath. And the moment you start talking about something's beneath you and you've only been doing the job that you're doing for 10 minutes, now you're becoming an elitist and you're thinking more highly of yourself and that's how balls are like, well, no, I'm going to get somebody else to do it for me and take more. Nah, get in there, do the work, all of that. So you got to subtract away from you that desire to try to be a social media influencer. And that's really what I'm getting down to. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, another thing that you, I, I stopped doing um, that that's really helped propel me to be in that mindset that Griff is talk, talking about, about being locked in and taken and wanting and having the, the desire to want to be great at what he does. Um, I stopped having meaningless conversations with people, mm -hmm. you know, so the conversations that I allow myself to get into now are with people that are moving in the same direction that I'm moving in people that I can build with. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and that's not to say I don't have friends out there, but yeah, I have friends. We can check in. Hmm, we're, we're great, but I'm not going to dedicate a whole bunch of time. They're my friends. They know they know I love them. I know that they love me, and it's all good as a friend. You know what I mean? Like, th yeah. these are my friends. We don't have to sit. We, we've had how many years that we've been friends to sit around and BS about some crap? I'm on a mission right, right. Mm -hmm. I'm on a mission right now. Right. So I just stopped having meaningless conversations. Now, if I'm dedicating some time to somebody else, it's I'm either making money with them or making or, or, or they're a client. Yeah. I'm making money or making money with them. Yep. Now that, and, that, and that right there is very, very important is those meaningless, those meaningless conversations, man, they are so draining. Like a couple, a few weeks ago, you know, I, you know, I was talking to an old friend of mine. And then it seemed like, you know, he's checking up on me. I'm telling him, you know, some of the stuff that's going on now. And then it's like years later, you know, I'm asking him how things are going. You know, he's telling me about, you know, his siblings getting married, moving out. I'm like, okay, so what's going on with you? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just chilling, man. I'm like, dude, every time you call me, you're just chilling. Like, you know, like I'm at a point now where I want to see you succeed. But at the same time, if you're not willing to put in the work, like, why am I wasting my time? I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but, like, if we, you know, if I hear from you, you got to tell You're me right. something. Hey, man, look, this is what I've done since the last time we spoke. It's not, yeah, I mean, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling here. I'm just at, I'm just at my parents' house. I'm just chilling. You know, those, like, <laughs> that conversation doesn't serve me any purpose. You know, it's like, you know, like, you see what I'm doing. You congratulating me on what I'm doing. So, how can I congratulate you if every time you, we we talk you chilling? At some point you got to stop chilling, and right. you know take the necessary step for right. you to you know find you know find your success. You know it's yeah. So I completely agree with, with you on that. Q as far as the meaningless conversation, 
Because it, it doesn't serve any purpose, man. It just, it's just wasting my time. <laughs> I mean, listen, at the end of the day, if, if you're listening to our podcast, uh, you've decided, you've made a decision that you wanted to move your life in a specific direction. Mm-hmm. Now, right. if, if you're trying to make money and you're trying to do this the right way and try to build something sustainable, something that you can be proud of, there are decisions that you're going to have to make to go out there and get it or stop fooling yourself. Yeah. Stop fooling yourself. Stop fooling with your family. Stop fooling your friends into thinking that you're serious about your business if you're not willing to give some things up. So one of the things that I would definitely suggest is just, man, take an audit of your life over the next two weeks. Right. And and I know a lot of people are already doing this because of New Year's Eve coming up. Yeah. Take a serious hard look and take an audit and say, OK, this is the goal that I want. And then put it in a column. And start listing things and say, and in one column say, am I willing to give this up in order to get to this dream? And if you're willing to give something up in that other column, then you need to just get rid of it now. What are you waiting for? Right. Yeah. That is that is absolutely correct. I mean, I'm constantly evaluating, looking at what I got going on, and I'm always, re- I'm, here's the other thing always be ready to give something up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're doing stuff and you're working and it's like, okay, like I, like I do the house inspections. That's very good money. But if a different opportunity came along and, and that money could replace the house inspection. Okay. I'm gonna have to, I might have to let that go. I I will let it go. Now, most people look at it as, oh, well, nah, if you got notary and house inspection, well, add a third stream of income. Well, sometimes adding that third can be a distraction from the second. Absolutely. Because I had to look at it and said, if I do it, if I add something else in, I'm not going to be able to fully do the house inspection. So I'm how can you well. be successful at it? How can you be successful if you never give your chance to the opportunity to be successful at it? You just, yeah, right. you just go and change to something else. At the drop of a dime. Yeah. So I evaluate and I say, okay, well, cool. So like now what's been happening, somebody, a real estate agent that I know, they've offered me an opportunity to do house inspections. So I'm doing house inspections for Groundworks and independently for them. So I'm like, okay, cool. But I know that if another opportunity came up, that I'm that I would like to have, I would have to let it go. But what I have done is I'm training my son to take over the house inspection stuff so that he can have a stream of income for himself. Yep. So right. that's what I'm saying. You have to be willing to let things go and you can't always hold on to everything because even now the Ron is coming along. I'm actually looking at the IPN stuff you know, looking at getting a tablet so I can do that, all of those things. So, I mean, it's like, and even with that, it's like, I gotta, like you said, no idle conversations as much, you know, as much as I love helping the notaries out, that's why I started about a year ago telling notaries, if you calling me talking about you scared and all of that, I'm just going to hang up on you. Cause I can't work with you talking about you scared. Yeah. You got to come with the right mindset of, okay, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to move forward, Griff. Tell me what I should talk to me about what I need to do. 
and I and then that way I can help you. But if you're talking about you scared and you want somebody to pet you up and pamper you and and coddle you because you're scared, that ain't me. So Griff, so. Why do you think that, you know, folks that reach out to you, and I'm not saying everyone that reached out to you, why reach out to someone? And if you're going to tell them that you are afraid to do what you are reaching out to them for them to help you with, like, why do you think folks do that? Because they want to hear Griff's deep voice tell them it's okay. They want that fatherly voice. It's all right. Yeah. You can get through Yeah, this. I have to get real deep with them. I'll say, you know what? It is okay for you. To right. be afraid. It sounds like okay. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to rock you back and forth in this bassinet. My child. <laughs> yeah, and this notary bassinet until the fear that you are so gripped to and holding on to, you finally release it, no matter how long it takes. Now, I be think like, come, people... come hither, my notary child. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously think. You know, first of all, I think a lot of people come into the business and this would be any business with hope and 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 um, a, a great expectation. Mm-hmm. But they end up hearing somebody and that somebody makes them afraid unjustifiably. And then that person never questioned them about the statements they made that scaring them. So then they come across somebody like me who they say, okay, well, he seems like a decent guy that he'll listen to me. And then the first thing they're like, I'm scared. And they, I think some people, not all, but some, they contact me with the I'm scared mindset and verbiage coming out of their mouth or communication because they want somebody to justify their belief that they're supposed to be scared. Mm-hmm. They believe that I'm supposed to be scared in this business. I should be afraid. Contacting but in all the wrong honesty, person. Huh? So they're contacting the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> but it, within themselves, but when you get to talking to them, they actually have the confidence or started out with the confidence of believing in themselves to do the business. But they listen to the wrong people in those bad social media groups that I keep telling y'all to stay away from. And then they get scared and that becomes the prevalent mindset of them. And part of them, they want somebody to like, okay, tell me I don't have to be scared. So that's why I tell them, I say, if you're scared, now they might say the word I'm scared one time. I say, if you say it again, I'm hanging up on you. Yeah. And they're like, what do you, I say, you're, I say, yes. I said, because there's, I mean, when I thought about it and I did a huge video ranting about this, but I did, a, I thought about it. I said, what can a human being possibly do f- to another human being to ensure that they're no longer scared? What can I add in their life to make sure to subtract the fear out of their life? Because we're talking about addition by subtraction. So how do I subtract fear out of out of Earl's life so that he can move forward? If he doesn't want to let the fear go. There's nothing that I can do. I can show yep. him. I mean, even with security, you have security guards, and guess what? The security guards make you feel comfortable, but you're still afraid. Yeah, you're still afraid that they, that person might get you. So you have these security guards around, and that's the question. You know, so how do you stop being afraid of the unknown or the known? And if you can't figure it out, how can I figure something out to make you stop being afraid? And I don't even really know you like that. Yeah. 
So oh, makes sense. that's why I tell people, I said, if you contact me and you start talking about all this fear stuff and I don't think I can do this, I don't know this, then don't. Go on about your business. Maybe <laughs> we should make um, notary adult uh, sleeping blankets, like little Mimi blankets. You know, you know how, what's, what, like the little swaddle blankets that you give toddlers. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm gonna get them heavy blankets. You know, I like the heavy blankets. Yeah, yeah. Get a may, 50 may, pound heavy blanket, and that way they can't even get up to get to their cell phone to call. Maybe that's. <laughs> maybe we should start sending them that, so that way they feel more secure. Yeah, not yeah. sure. I think it, I think but, it goes back with the. Um, mindset you know having the right mindset griff because i feel like if they truly believe in themselves you know you know we're not just talking about just the notary industry we're talking about just business in general if you really believe in what you are trying to put out the service that you want to provide to your community like you might be i'm not you you might get you know nervous when you're starting out but when it's time for you to put in the work you're not gonna be you shouldn't be calling griff and talking about you're afraid you know, you you should have that confidence in yourself where you're like, hey, Griff, this is what I want to do. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about it. How do you think I should approach this? These are my steps. This is what I'm willing to do. Folks are not even doing that. Yeah, right. because, you know, they're afraid because they've been sold this line of crap from a bunch of people that this business is bigger than what it actually is, and it's not. They've been sold this line of crap that what they're doing is more important than what it actually is, and it's not. No, what we do is important, but in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that important. Read, Learn to read the paragraph. That's all you need mm-hmm. to do. Learn. I, I'm, I'm really sick and tired of it. Like, learn to read the paragraph. You can do that for free. You don't need to go to anybody for training for that. Go on Google, look up a, a whole bunch of affidavits and read the freaking paragraphs. Start getting yourself familiar with understanding what the document's asking for. As long as you understand what the document is asking from you, asking for from you, mm-hmm. you're good. There's nothing to be scared of. Stop it. No. Stop being you're scared. Right. Yeah, and I and the, the number one, I got two rules of notarization. I'm triggered now. I'm sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, my hey two, get up look, some cheesecake. <laughs> I know. Look, y'all, my two rules of notarization, and Q already said the one. My two rules of notarization is this. The first rule is you're only dealing with the person who's in front of you. Period. Yeah. You get a document. You get. You have to notarize something. And who are you dealing with? Well, I'm dealing with this person who's in front of me that's supposed to be signing it. I'm not dealing, no matter how many names are on there, who's here that I'm supposed to be dealing with? That person in front of me. And number two rule is give the document what it's asking for, which is what Q was saying. So when you read the notarial language, what is it asking for? The venue, the date, your name, their name. Whatever it's asking for, that's what you give it. Yep. That's it. We need to become that, experts in notorial language. That yeah. what, that little paragraph, that is what you need to be an expert that's at. All that other stuff doesn't, doesn't even matter. matter. Can you master that area of the document? That little paragraph. That's all you need to master. Yep, and that's all that matters. Because if you if you end up notarizing it wrong, guess what? You have to know the document is you know. It's void. There's nothing they can do about it. If the notary cannot complete that paragraph properly, 
what's the whole point? What's the whole point of having an order? What's the whole point of paying you? To well, the point to- is that I get to sit there like Kiki Shepard from the from Showtime at the Apollo and explain the documents to them <laughs> and show them the who and the what and not the where and the why. And that's what I get to do. So, you know, I get to show them that I'm the smartest person in the room because I help them to understand here's your interest rate and here's yep. this and here's that. And here's where it says that if you don't pay by the 16th, you're going to get a late fee. The average person knows that. Yeah. Okay. But do you know your job as a notary? So you have to subtract the stuff that is non-notorial and you'll be fine. So add in the desire and the will and the focus of being the notary that you're supposed to be, that you're commissioned for. Like I keep saying, you took an oath to be commissioned to do something for your state, for somebody that needs a document notarized. So therefore, that's what you need to focus on. The state didn't commission you to sit there and explain any documents to anybody. They didn't. That's mm-hmm. not that would, has nothing. You look at your state handbook. It has it probably has nothing in there about all the stuff that's in your training that you've taken from these other people. But your handbook doesn't have anything to do with that. So you're wasting uh, time. Yeah, that, that's, you're that's literally what you're doing. That. You're wasting time. You're wasting the opportunity to go out there and get money because you're sitting up in somebody's class thinking that you need to learn more than what you actually do. They are holding you back from going out there and making money doing general notary work. Mm-hmm. They're holding yeah. you back from going out there and putting your, your your profile out there in more places for the loan signing agency and still going out there and trying to get notary work because you think you got there's more for you to learn. You're being held back intentionally. They know it, but now you, you we're telling you. Yeah. Tired of this, man. Yeah. And everybody and me and Q was talking a couple of days ago and I was telling him that and he's one of the people, the people who, to be honest with you, the people who went to the NNA and took the signing agent training and the notary assist. Those people never call me talking about how stuck they are on how to notarize a document. They I, I, I know multiple people. And they don't call me. The people who call me the most are the people who skirted by and avoided doing the NNA training. Or if they did do the NNA training, they just sort of breezed through it and didn't really consume or allow themselves to consume the content. Because right. They was, was Netflixing f- and watching it. Yeah. Right. They were Netflixing and all that. And they were more focused on the $500 training course that they took, which is why I keep saying you will execute that which you paid the most money for. So if you paid more, if you paid a buttload of money for so-and-so's training course, but you only paid a buck 50 for the NNA, you're going to execute that which you put the most money in. So this is why you gotta, you gotta get out of that mindset and, and add in the confidence and you gotta, you got, you have to be confident in the truth of what your notorial handbook tells you to do as a notary. I think the people who are doing stuff, all of what they're doing is because they don't have confidence in what the job is really about. Mm-hmm. So they lack the confidence in what the job is. So they're adding all of this other crazy stuff that they're trying to do to say, oh, that justifies why, how I'm supposed to operate as a notary. But it doesn't. You need to subtract that out of your life and add in the truth to what we're supposed to do as notaries, 
which is within your handbook. And I guarantee you, you will see much better success. What you got, Matt? You got that right. Um, Hey, we're going to step away for a quick break. And uh, like we said, this is not going to be a long show, but we are going to step away for for a break uh, so that way you can hear from our advertisers. And uh, we'll be right back. He brought you two books already. General Notary Work Secrets, and then he started a signing service and taught us the secrets behind the signing services. And now he's back after realizing that there was a missing link between those books. He knows, after what it took for him to be successful, that there's a skill necessary to maintain it all. Balance. Your success is found in your routine. From the moment you wake up to your head hits the bed, you got to develop a routine that supports success. We put 100% into building our businesses without doing the necessary work to make sure our lives can handle that success, and we ain't doing that no more. Gary is bringing the insights into setting a routine with a purpose. We don't have time for accidental success. There is no oops, I might make it. No, it's focused effort day in and day out to make sure we are handling not only our business, but the rest of our lives as well. Because what he knows is there is no success if you lose yourself trying to attain it. Purchase your copy of Notary Life Balance today, available on Amazon.com. It's captivated, baby. Hey, Georgia Notaries, it's that time of year again. The Georgia Notary Network is open. It's 2023 membership application for those who are interested in joining the GAN fam. If you're looking for mentorship, membership, and community, then we welcome you to join us. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at info at ganotarynetwork.com. This year's application can be found on our website at www.ganotarynetwork.com. Don't hesitate. The application will be open from December the 1st to January 31st. Look, we welcome you in advance to the GAN fam, and we'll see you in the network. want to say thank you to our sponsors hey gary that book is awesome i just received my copy today today is friday the uh, 23rd i uh, i just got my copy i was skimming through it so it, it is there, there's a lot of good information in there i can't wait to dive into it over the weekend so guys uh make sure that you check out notary life balance your success is found in your routine you can find that on amazon and that is from our good friend Gary Pierre Luis. We also want to give a quick shout out to Samantha Smith and the uh, the ladies down there at the Georgia Notary Network. Um, again, open enrollment season right now. I believe that that might be open until the first week of January. So if you're in the Georgia area and you have not already joined the Georgia Notary Network, make sure that you hit up the uh, the Georgia Notary Network website and sign up with them and get on there. They're doing some really great stuff out there for everybody that's in Georgia. And last but not least, as we know, coming up on January 14th, we've got the 2023 Notary Signing Agent Virtual Summit uh, hosted by and brought to us by 
uh, Miss Lori Morgan. She's actually going to be joining us on January the 10th. She will be a guest on the Notaries Unsealed podcast. So make sure that you look out for that. Go ahead and grab your tickets. They are on the Eventbrite, uh, Eventbrite website. So if you go to the levelupnsasummit.com, follow the link to Eventbrite. You can purchase your tickets and you'll see my man Griff on there. You'll also see the Notaries Unsealed. Actually, you won't see us, but you will hear us. Uh, we'll have a 30-minute spot on there. And you'll it, that thing is going to have captivated all over because it's captivated, baby. That's what we do. All right. Um, that was a lot. That was a lot to say there. We're getting big. <laughs> yeah. We're getting bigger. Yeah. Now, we doing ours live or we doing ours taped for them? Nah, we're doing it taped. Oh, man. I thought they were going to get to see us acting up on here. <laughs> nah, we're doing it taped, unfortunately. Maybe Man. next, maybe right. maybe next. We got to build the show a little bit more. Well, maybe we do. Well, you know what we do it, but we video it like we doing now. We just going to make a video. We'll see. I'll run it by her. <laughs> all right. I, I, I'll run it by her. But if that's not the case, then all that just gives us motivation to continue to grow the podcast more and to become yeah. something that can't be ignored. So that way, we can do that. Absolutely, you're right about that. So now you got yeah. now you now you guys got my strategy when it comes to all of this. It's just to become such a big of a force that you can't be ignored. Almost like fifty double G unit when he came through. That's what I'm coming <laughs> in. Mm-hmm. Bunch of gorillas, real gorillas in here. Yeah. You know, no. When, when fifty came into the hip hop industry, the whole world felt fifty come through. That's that's how oh, we yeah. coming through with Captivate and, and Notary's Unsealed. We just gotta keep grinding. And I appreciate all of you that listen on a weekly basis. Oh yeah, we 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 truly do appreciate you. Thank you so much. I, I man, you guys have given us great responses. You uh, a lot of you have reached out to us on on uh, social media. Um, just thank you so much. We are real people. I think you guys know that yeah. by now. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I got triggered. I was holding back some 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 um, some sentence enhancers. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, you know, we love the kids. You know, our kids listen to this. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen. So, so um, as we said, we weren't going to keep this a long episode. So I've got one question for you guys, and then we're going to get out of here, okay? Because this episode right. is coming out, um, and then we won't have another one come out until after the new year. So we're going to wind this down Notary Grinch mm-hmm. style, right? Because we All are right. the three Notary Grinches. <laughs> they probably think I'm the biggest Grinch. Oh man! <laughs> See, Gr- and Griff, I am. Griff, Griff, Griff is a huge Grinch publicly. Privately, I don't know Griff. We might have to go toe yeah, to toe on that one. <laughs> I know. We might go toe to toe on that one, but I, I'll, I'll bow down. I'll, I'll bow out. I won't bow down, but I'll bow out and give you that. All yeah. right, but we're gonna start with Mathen on this one. Mathen oh, and. In the Damn. year 2023, I, I I know. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It is what it is. <laughs> in the year 2023, give me something that you oh. don't want to hear again in 2023. Oh man, buy my course on how to be an order. Well, that's gonna happen anyway. You know, well, I don't want to hear it. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same information. Like you know, it's crazy because some of these folks that be having the live, like I'll like I'll join the live just to see if they're saying something different. It's the same thing, you know. Buy my course, how to you know how to do loan signing, you know how to. <laughs> 
how to fry chicken before you go to your lawn signing appointment. Look, I, <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of this. I'm so sick and tired of this course. chicken man. and make it tender and juicy. Look, how to hook up a microwave in your car much. so that way you can make a hot pocket while you drive on the road. Man, look, pretty much. I think it, it, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of it, man. Look, I in 2023, I want people to stop, you know, paying for courses that were unnecessary. Like, if you are able to do your own research, do your own research. Do not pay for courses that are unnecessary. And that's just, they, it's folks stealing other people's information or going to the state website, stealing the information, and they charging you twice as much for it. That's what I want to stop, you know, seeing or hearing about in 2023. I really want to respond to that, but I'm not going to for the sake of keep moving the show. Can I respond? Go ahead. Yeah, man, go for it. You want to know why people keep paying for courses that they probably shouldn't have? Because, man, I hate to take a shot at the states. The states are so ambiguous about what is actually required to perform your jobs that it leaves a lot of gray area, which leaves mm -hmm. room for people to come in and offer things that you don't know that you don't need because you're brand new. And it doesn't matter how much research you try to do at the states and some of the states because Pennsylvania ain't got a handbook. Yeah. They don't have a, a handbook from the state. Damn, so it's, it's <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's very easy to get caught up because you don't know what you don't know and you don't know what you don't need. So what we're really saying, I think what Matthew's really saying is, yo, stop scamming people. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> give, yeah. give people a real resource. Like, listen, you don't have to, to, to have. Hold on. No cursing, mm -hmm. Q. No cursing. <laughs> you, 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 you don't have to lead people along in order to make money. You can be straight up front with them. And guess what? You're going to make more money in the long run. Treat the business right. Treat your training right. Have some freaking respect for what you do. But if they ain't have no respect for their W-2... If they don't do, I mean, what they did in it or what they're doing, then they don't the have w then they don't have enough integrity to be in this business. No, they don't. Perf. That's right. That's right. No, they don't. That's right. There, now Griff, for me, Griff, what you don't want to hear in twenty twenty three? Oh man, <laughs> to be honest with you, it's two things. I don't want to hear anybody talk about you can make ten thousand dollars a month anymore. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't want to hear that no more. Yeah, not the way that market. Let the is. people make, let let the people make the money that they can make. Yep. Let them make the money that they can make in their area because each area supports a different level of money that can be made. Period. Absolutely. And oh, I forgot what the second one was. I I swing back by, but that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. I, I forgot what the heck. So one of the things I don't want to hear. Um, and this has nothing to do with the notary world. I'm just really sick and tired of doing it. Now, listen, I have no political affiliations. I don't lean left. I don't lean right. I don't even like the bird. So I, don't, I, I, I got nothing to do with any of that. But I'll tell you, one of the things that I, I just really don't want to hear again in 2023, they stole the election. I'm so <laughs> sick and tired of hearing this mess, man. Because yeah. you, you want to know something? There's evidence. Again, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. There's evidence that suggests that they did. There's evidence that suggests that they're hiding that evidence. There's all this stuff out here. But at the end of the day, even if it was proven today that they did, you can't take back the past two years that we just went through. So it yeah. doesn't freaking matter. Can't do absolutely right. nothing about it. So just, just 
just deal with it. You know, no, I'm just, just so it. sick and tired of just hearing it. Like it, it just bothers me. It, it makes me cringe every time. It's like I don't really don't have anything else better to do with your lives. No, of course. <laughs> oh, I remember what my second one was. Oh, right, go ahead. I need to have multiple streams of income. Yeah, that's it. Just focus because on the average person can't handle it. Right. I mean, let's think about it. Some of the people who are in this business. They could barely handle being in a committed relationship, raising kids, and working a full-time job. Damn. That's the, How that. in the world can you really handle and manage properly multiple streams of income where you got money coming in from four or five different places when you could barely handle the job, handle what you was coming, got coming in from your one job and your relationships with your family and your kids? Yeah. You could barely deal with that. Yeah. That was stressing you out. Yeah. And now you're going to go and all of a sudden you're going to be popping. And now I can handle five streams of income effectively, correctly, uh-huh. legally. Yeah. Nah, you ain't got it. You ain't got it like that. That kind of stuff you got to work up to. So I don't want to hear nobody talking about how many streams of income they have and bragging about that. No, 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 no. Work the one and then grow into the others get good at the one and then grow into the others i mean that's just look let's oh you want to know oh here's another phrase i don't want to hear man uh general wealth seminar i i I will be perfectly happy if i don't hear another thing about a, 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 a a um a um i'm sorry generational wealth seminar oh oh yeah well, like I said, I did I did a post on Instagram several months ago. If you're gonna have generational wealth, you got to do some work. Yeah, yep. And there's too many lazy people out here in the business world. They don't want to do the work. They're trying to find other people. No, you got to do some work. Here's the facts. Here's some facts. Here's some facts. Y'all can look this up on your own. Mm-hmm. The average median income of a melanated family is twenty four thousand dollars a year. There's your generational wealth. That's crazy. 24,000. So how about before we start talking about generational wealth as a community, how about we start talking about work ethic? How about we start talking about educating ourselves in trades that make money? How about that? Yep. Teaching our kids, teaching our kids how to build a foundation for ourselves. Because if in 2022, we're going into 2023. You're telling me that the average median income of the melanated family is $24,000? Mm-hmm. We have a problem. Yeah, you can't build nothing off of that. What are what y'all doing talking about generational wealth for? <laughs> like $24,000 $24, a year is nothing. Yeah. Especially if you have kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's 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 you can't do much with that you know all you're gonna leave is debt like you know we're not trying to discourage you for you know from you know going after what you need but you have to be realistic just like you saying educate yourself you know that yeah. we don't we don't take enough time to educate ourselves we just we hop onto the next thing this shining object syndrome take the time mm-hmm. and educate yourself on what needs to be done but here's the thing that's gonna happen 
this is very interesting and you know this this conversation needs to be had in households across america even if you do make it right let's say you you, you strike it big you now have to teach your family since you were the first one to do it you have to teach your family how to maintain that right and it took everything for you to separate from your family to be able to attain that because you know what i'm going to say i'm going to say look at master p look at what master p did and now his son is being ungrateful and unthankful and, and mm-hmm. for the life that he gave them right so master p even as involved as he was even as much as we praise him as a businessman he wasn't able to pass the game off to his children the same way now romeo at 32 years old having a leg up on most individuals in this country is mad about some money from rap snacks bro look at all the meetings that you were in look look at look the Mm -hmm. situation that you were the situations that you were in you didn't take advantage of them now you get mad over some rap snacks same thing with um 50 cent son same thing with 50 cent son Right, so this generational wealth kick that everybody's on, man, cut the BS. Come on, man. Do better. Hey, Do better. Hey. Be better. I mean, you think about it. If you really look at it, I mean, the Bill Gates and them, they said, I ain't, I ain't leaving my kids nothing. Jackie Chan's like Some that. Of them. Have you ever read up on Jackie Chan and his kids? Jackie Chan is not <laughs> giving his kids no dime because nobody <laughs> gave him nothing. He said, that'll mess up their driving life if I leave them any money. Yep. Yeah, not only that, but what people keep failing to realize, your kid may not want it. <laughs> you right. know, you might work, oh, you know, 20, 30 years to build what you were calling generational wealth. And then when you pass or when it's that time for you to pass it along to your kids, they turn around and be like, I don't want it. If you leave them, let, let's say, you know, you're in the real estate industry, right? Then you had, you accumulate over a hundred properties and you pass it along to your kids and then that within the year they sell them all because that's not what they wanted to do. So that's another thing you have to take into consideration. And that's where the proper education comes from and proper guidance. That's that's how you are going to build the quote-unquote generational wealth because if you don't educate them on what you are doing and you just hand it down to it, and guess what? It stopped. It'll stop with them. Yeah. It's simple and, as that. And, and that's the thing, you know, it's not a bad thing to, to go out there and strive to get everything that's yours, everything that you work hard for. At the same time, you you have to be able to teach those coming up underneath you on how to handle it or leave them in the care of somebody that knows how to handle it. But then after you've built all of that, do you really want to leave it in the hands of somebody that you don't know? But you, like, see, the, the, now we're talking yeah, about first world problems. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, like these are wealthy issues that you have to think about. Right, but we need to be thinking about these things anyway, because you know when the bills come after you go, they they're going to somebody. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, well. And all of that, and you talking about you want to be six figure, seven figure, eight figure. This is what comes along with the territory, and you have to find a way to keep the crap that these people are spewing out here, or saying this is how you're supposed to be living your life out of your kid's head. So that they can hear you and learn from you and move forward. That's why a lot of people, I, I respect what Deion Sanders has with his sons. Absolutely. You know, you know his sons, they recognize. See, I was telling my, me and my wife, I tell all the time, I said, your kids got to recognize the gift that is in you and they got to respect it. 
and they have to be willing to learn from you and allow you to pour into them and then they go execute it. But the society has taught kids, don't listen to your parents. Your parents are dumb and stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. However, you look at the parents, the parents are the ones keeping the roof over their head. Uh Right. The parents are the ones that got the car, the parents. And I mean, and it could be from poor parents all the way to very, very rich parents. The kids think I'm, I'm smarter than them. And I'm like, but you can't do anything on your own. So if you can't do anything on your own, how smart are you? You're not that smart. If you can't do anything on your own, you get in a car accident. Oh, uh, mom, dad, I got in a car. Why are you calling me? Well, what do I do? You're supposed to call the insurance company. Oh, where's the insurance card? In the glove box. What's the glove box? Oh, God. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I was trying to teach you when you was learning how to drive, but you didn't want to hear what I had to say. Yep. I was trying to teach you how to that you change the oil in your car, but you didn't want to hear what I had to say. So now you in it to win it, you know, and I'm not the guy to do that to <laughs> you. If I'm trying to educate you and help you and you want to ignore me, I'm going to be like hands off. And then you're just going to have to fall into the abyss, no. you know, because I'm doing everything I can to help you. And the thing is, what justifiable reason do you have to not listen to me? What's your reason? Because if you say, well, I don't really want to hear what you got to say. Okay. You have that right. But what's the justification behind it? Because you do need some information to move you from point A to point B, right? Well, yeah, I do need that help. Okay. So then why you can't take it from me? Well, you're my dad. Oh, so, so when did it become a thing that the parent can't help educate the child? Uh Whose responsibility is it? Because if, and I told my sons, if you get in trouble right now, this is when they were minors, you get in trouble. Guess who they coming to? Me. Yep. And I yep. said, guess what? When you become an adult, the first thing they're going to be like, well, how did his parents raise him? So whether you believe it or not, the blame for your bad acting behind is going to fall back on the parents. So a smart parent, in my opinion, will get in there and be like, you know what? Let me help you out now and get you pointed in the right direction. But a lot of, and and that's the same thing with you trying to help somebody in business and all of that, but they don't want to listen. So that's why you don't see me really directly mentoring really anybody. Cause if I'm mentoring somebody and then they going out here and stealing money and forging quick claim deeds, (laughs) I don't want that coming back on me. Nope. Sure don't. True story, man. Well, look fellas. Yeah. And all that was because we don't want to hear anybody talking about generational wealth, just in case y'all <laughs> forgot why we went on this tirade. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you for no more. Thank you for reiterating that. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, yeah. you got anything else left to say, man? Because uh, we promised we we're going to let him go. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. I don't woke up, y'all. Griff was sleepy in the beginning, but I don't woke up now. No, no, no. we good. We good, man. It's not like we're not telling you that you can't be successful, but you just have to take the proper step and educate yourself. And then if you want to get your children involved, make sure you're properly educating them on the business that you are doing. Don't just throw them out there like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not saying you can't be successful. You can be successful if you put for if you execute what you're supposed to, but Absolutely. if you but if you're just gonna be a straight up punk and 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 not even have the right mindset, then you you can't be successful. And that ain't on us. And whether we say we could not say anything, but guess what? Either success or failure is going to be a part of your life. 
which one is it going to be? And it's not predicated on anything that one, any of the three of us have said here or didn't say here, period. Well, you're right about that. You know, the only thing that I have to say is define exactly what it is that you want. When you have what you want, what does it feel like? What does it look like? What does the air smell like? What does the drink taste like? You know, what do you hear? How does your heart feel? <laughs> you know, you have to define that to that level of detail. Who's around you? When you have that feeling of, I finally made it. What, where is everybody standing in your life right now? Where are your kids at? Right. Because you can do your part to make sure that that happens. You put them in a position to be in that position that you see for them. Right. You can do that. You can't make them go that way, but you can put them in a position to go in the right way. Absolutely. So, so define it. Define what you want for your life. Write it down. Mm -hmm. Take some time. You know, while you're in there trying to figure out your business plan for your notary business, take some time. And figure out, well, where am I taking this notary business to? What is the point of this notary business? That's a topic for another time. All right, guys. Mm -hmm. Love your life. Uh -huh. Love your business. Love life. yourself. Yeah. We're out of here. Peace. All right, now, peace. We know the reason sealed. Right, sealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Take the game over. We home now. We soldiers. Griff, Mather, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Y'all heard the word. Griff, Mather, and Q. Yeah, we on a verse. So diverse with no rehearse. That's how we work. Authentic when we give it. If we said it, then we meant it. Not to be confused with other people's views. They get it how they get it, and we get it how we do. Look, homie, this is a whole different game. We got a whole different name. We in a whole different lane. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. This my everyday life. We know the reason sealed. Everyday I hustle out here living it right. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and step in front of the mic. Took the game over. We home now. We soldiers. Riff, Mather, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. We know the reason sealed. Unsealed. This my everyday life.